The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Oh, Luna, how do you get so high? Welcome to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. Why We Are Here is a portal of heartfelt communication designed to inspire you with expansive words of wisdom, personal insight, and open candor from luminary guests around the world. Now, here's your host, Sharon Rose Washington. Hello, and welcome to Why We Are Here. I'm your host, Sharon Rose Washington. You've now entered into the comfortable atmosphere where luminaries from around the world come to speak from their heart. Today I have a theme and two exciting guests. My theme, are you ready? I'm so excited, is women in media and the world of entertainment. My first guest joining me today is actress, author, and teacher, Adila Barnes. Later on in the show, I'll be speaking with voice talent and sultry radio personality, Leslie Stovall. Adila Barnes has best known for her dynamic role as Anne-Marie, best friend to Rosie for five years on the pop culture television series, Roseanne. She's an award-winning actress of stage, television, and the motion picture industry. Now, one of her most stellar performances is a one-woman show entitled, I Am That I Am, Woman, Black. Adila has traveled with her own production company and performed in over 40 states and on three continents. She's also appeared on numerous television shows, including Gilmore Girls, Cold Case, Harry's Law, and Body of Proof. Body of Proof, that's, oh, that's really a good show, as well as the movies Aaron Brockovich, Basic Instincts, Murder by Numbers, and Warren Beatty's movie Bullworth. We're proud to have this beautiful, energetic personality with us on Why We're Here. Hi, Adila. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction, Sharon. Well, that's all you. <laughs> that's <really. laughs> well, so, you know, what's interesting is when you mentioned the other guest, I thought, oh, I wonder who that is. And when you said Leslie Stovall, you'll never believe this. Leslie is actually a former acting student of mine. I cannot oh, I, believe we're on the same show. <laughs> you know what? She doesn't even Hi, know Leslie. that you're... Yeah, she doesn't even know that you're on with her. Oh, she's not going to believe this. No, she doesn't even know. What a small, small world. I've taught so many students. This is a good example. Isn't this something? Amazing. And, well, that's beautiful. Well, well, you're an award-winning actor. I mean, yes, yes. and you've had, you've had over 40 years of experience in the industry. And I mentioned the play, I Am That I Am, Woman Black, which, which I think is phenomenal. What I didn't say that you portrayed seven women of color, seven? Seven African-American women. The show starts out with Sojourner Truth. Then I move on to Harriet Tubman, Mary McLeod Bethune, Zora Neale Hurston, Lorraine Hansberry, Angela Davis. And the show ends with, and very fittingly, Maya Angelou. How did you take on such a, an enormous project? <laughs> 
Well, you know, actually, I had toured with another company called the African American Drama Company out of San Francisco, and I portrayed historical women with them. And I moved to Los Angeles, and I thought, hmm, perhaps what I can do now is create my own solo show and be one of many who do what I call edutainment, keeping black history alive in all the different ways that we do throughout the country and even throughout the world. So uh, it first began by working with another company and then relocating to Los Angeles and creating my own vehicle. Now I'm going to ask an unfair question. Did you have a favorite? Everybody asks that. After each performance, usually if there's time, I have a post-performance discussion, and that is a very common question. And my answer is always the same. They're all my favorites. Okay. I love them all for different reasons. The one who really tries to take over the show, though, is Zora Neale Hurston. She's bigger than life, and audiences really love her because it's a real uh, humorous moment in the show when I move on to her. Well, she's an amazing author. I mean, yes, she is. Her, and her folklorist work, and anthropologist as well, yes. Yeah, yes, her works stand alone, yeah. That's right. Well, did, did, either, um, did either Angela Davis or Maya, uh, did they ever see any of the performances? Neither have seen it. However, uh, Angela and I, uh, we've been in each other's company at least three times, the last of which, before she retired from teaching at my alma mater, UC Santa Cruz, we served on the same panel. And she spoke first, and then I spoke, and I said to the audience, I said, I just want to say that I have a one-woman show, I am that I am woman black, in which I portray Miss Angela Davis. I said, so, Angela, I want you to know I'm watching your every move. And she said, oh, no, no, please don't. (laughs) So it was quite an honor to be on the same panel with her. Well, those are some powerful, beautiful women, and it just yes, att- attests, you know, it attests to who you are and, and, and your work. That's wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Now, you're, you're, I won't say mostly recognized because you're all over the place, but you're, you're recognized for the pop culture character Anne-Marie um, from Roseanne a lot. Yes. And she's a pretty believable character. How much of Anne-Marie is you? Well, you know, it's like uh, our modern father of theater, Stanislavski, said, Uh, go from thyself. And the truth is that every role that anybody, any actor portrays has some part of themselves in it. It's impossible, impossible to create a character where you are not somewhere in that character. There has to be. And so there is some of me in Anne-Marie, perhaps in terms of her dry sense of humor, I remember once that Roseanne was, uh, she said, you know, I, I really feel like your humor is similar to, and I, I think her name was uh, Audrey Meadows. She was the wife of Jackie Gleason in that yeah. old series, remember? Yes. And so she equated my humor with hers, and I said, wow, that's a compliment. So I think that wry sense of humor uh, is a part of me, and um, and I'm sure there are other parts as well, but... For sure, my humor is not ha-ha humor, mm-hmm. but uh, that's a part of me, I think, that we see in, uh, in Anne-Marie. Well, and it worked, well, worked well with her character, too, though. Yes, and it goes with the character in terms of the writing. And she's a lover of life and um, fun-loving. And if you notice, for those who watch the show, 
a lot of the episodes have to do with us being together socially in the backyard for barbecues or coming together for Halloween or, you know, whatever the occasions are and uh, just a social being. Did you know early on in life you'd be acting and, and teaching because you're a teacher as well? Yes, I am. Uh, actually, I think I knew uh, or began to know that that was one of my callings when I was 16. I was in Project Upward Bound at Chico State, that's in Northern California, and we had a choice of two electives, and one of which was drama. And I thought, wow, I've never taken drama class. This might be interesting. So in my first play, I played the queen in The Ugly Duckling by A.A. Milne, and I thought, wow, what a powerful role. It's a period piece, these wonderful costumes. My mother's in the front row. She's clapping, and she's gleaming. She's proud of me. This feels really good. And, of course, fast forward now, many years later, I see what I do also, not only as a calling and something that I feel is a gift, but it's also a business. But in the early yeah. days, it was really just the wonder of it, the joy of it, just the awe of it. And that's yeah. something that I try to maintain even now, many years later. Well, you're also a blessing. Now, you're a published writer. Yes. Uh, and uh, tell us about On My Own Terms. That's, I love the title of the book. Yes, and it's really true. Uh, the book is On My Own Terms, One Actor's Journey. Uh, many years ago, when I taught at the American Conservatory Theater in San Francisco, and I knew Leslie when I lived in the Bay Area, um, I had a group of students who gave me a book, and it had blank pages, and it had a cover that had dried flowers, and a note inside that said, this is for when you write your acting book. And I thought, geez, I mean, this is like mid-80s, and I'm thinking, an acting book? So in more recent years, um, after um, a little after 2000, I began to think, hmm, maybe they were on to something. Maybe it is now time for me to write a book. So my first thought was a straight, linear acting book. But I thought, how can I say anything that hasn't been said by the masters? Stanislavski, Uta Hagen, Viola Spolin, um, Strindberg, all the rest of them. What can I say that has not already been said? And I was speaking with a friend, and I said, you know, I really want to include something in there that talks about me touring my one-woman show. And she said, you can do that, too. And it was a eureka moment. That's when I realized, ah, so it's not a narrowly defined how-to acting book I can use. I can use my life as a backdrop to tell my story as an actor, but each chapter can focus on a different aspect of my journey as an actor, and that would include touring. And I thought, that's the answer. And that's what I did. So the book came out in December of 2008, and in June of 2009, it was named number three for that month in Essence magazine as a bestseller behind President Obama's two books. And I was just absolutely floored. I could not believe that that honor had come to me from Essence magazine. Beautiful. Well, I, I believe it. Uh, before we go to break, I want you to talk about the writer's well. I love ah. the name, and uh, it's it's your um, your environment that you have for women writers. Your, yes, is it like yes. a treat? Yes. Oh, you've done your homework. I'm so impressed, Sharon. Um, this is a, a writer's retreat for women. I've had women who have come from around the globe, including those uh, who have come from Africa, Puerto Rico, around the country. And writers who are self-motivated, a beautiful environment. It's in Sharpsburg, Georgia. 
and uh, writers who write in different genres, all the way from those who are developing novels, uh, memoirs, autobiographies, one-person shows. Uh, I had one person who's developing a children's pictorial book, and even those who are writing for academia. So it's just it's amazing. What's your take on why we are here, uh, which is appropriate for the, uh, the title of, the, of our show, Why We Are Here? That's an interesting question. I believe that we are all here because we have a calling. There is something that we are all individually here to do that will be done in a way not exactly the same as anyone else. We may be working in the same field, but all of us have our own individual um, our own individualism that we bring to whatever that calling is. Beautiful. And do you feel through your writing, your teaching, uh, the acting, everything that you're doing, uh, what you're here for? I do. And I feel really blessed because I have so many different callings that have been um, uh, given to me and that I've been charged with all the way from being an acting teacher, being a writing teacher, being a facilitator at a writer's retreat, being a producer of the Los Angeles Women's Theater Festival, co-founder, being um, a writer, an author, all the things that I do, I just feel really blessed that I've been given more than one calling in this lifetime, and that's, that's a great honor and a great responsibility. Yeah, you, you beautifully wear so many hats, and, and you give back, and, and we really appreciate it. Thank you. I try. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and in the meantime, you'll find me on Twitter at Sharon Isis Rose or email Sharon at whywearehere.info. And if you have any questions for our guest, actress, author, and teacher, Adela Barnes. And also remember to go to IsisRoseCreations.com to the contact page and give us your take on why we are here. And you'll be invited on the show as a guest. And in addition, you'll receive a few gifts from us here at the Empowerment Channel on why we are here. We'll be right back after the following announcement. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Wouldn't you love to experience formidable, personal, transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whywearehere.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. 
live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author, Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whywearehere.info. That's Sharon at whywearehere.info. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back, and thanks for emailing me with a few questions to Sharon at why we're here. info for our guest today. I'm your host, Sharon Rose Washington, and we're back with my luminary guest, talented actress, author, and teacher, Adila Barnes. Hi, Adila. You still with Hi, us? Hi, Sharon. I want to know, how do you stay centered? Um, how do you get your creative juices flowing? Well, those are two questions. How I stay centered, I really try to... Um, do things that are spiritually grounding. For example, um, I have a ritual that I try to do regularly, and that's where I have these different books. They have thoughts for the day. I have what are called angelic cards. I pull a card. It may have the word love or trust or whatever, a very positive word. Even forgiveness. Some may say, hmm, that's not positive, but it is something to think about because we all need to do that as well. Yeah. And um, another set of cards that my housemate um, brought with her, they're called uh, Vibe Cards. <laughs> and oh. so um, I like having this ritual also included in that when I have time. It's writing in my journal, doing my yoga. I like walking the reservoir, which is uh, where you can see the Hollywood sign, not far from where I live. And um, all of those things um, opening my Bible to a passage to see where I'm led whenever I open it. Um, all those many things that help to center me. And your second question was, how do I prepare for a role, was it, or what was that? Creative juices flow. Creative juices. How do I get them going? Um, I might be sp- inspired in a number of ways. Um, I might go to see a play that's just exceptional, and it will just get me going in terms of, wow, um, I think I need to really focus more on what I'm going to do next. Or it could be that I see a film and there's an actor that really inspires me. It could be a person I meet on the street. It might be any number of things, a photo that I see, a uh, painting at a gallery, uh, something that I see in a museum, any number of things. And um, it's been said that... For an actor, if we really want to be well-rounded, uh, one of the best things that we can do is experience all forms of art because they all inspire in different ways. So I really do try to tap into uh, as many art forms as I can. I love reading. I founded a reading circle. We meet normally on the last Monday of each month, and uh, the books generally are just extraordinary. Uh, our book that we just read was uh, Mr. Harry Belafonte's autobiography, My Song, and I saw him the other night on the BET Awards and was just blown away by what he had to say. He's always so profound and and so on the money in terms of his politics and his sense of social responsibility. We have a a few uh, questions for you, but first I just wanted to ask you about your, you co-founded the Los Angeles Women's Theater Festival. Can you briefly tell us about that and then I can ask a couple of the people's questions yes. they have for you. Can you can see I'm a, I'm a storyteller. I'm long-winded, so just cut in when you need to. I'll make it real quick if I can. Um, 
the Los Angeles Women's Theater Festival was founded in 1993 uh, by a group of solo artists. 20 years fast forwarded. Uh, we're now in our 20th year. We'll celebrate in March 21st through the 24th at the Renberg Theater in Hollywood. And uh, this year, to help us celebrate our Emerald 20th, uh, we have a number of celebrities, including our honorary chairs, Danny Glover and Hattie Winston, and many others who will be with us. And what we do is offer a space annually for solo artists from around the globe, primarily women, to share their voices. And we've produced now close to 500 solo artists. That's phenomenal. Um, our, we're going to ask questions here. We've got okay. something from Janet, and Janet is from Palo Alto, California. Ah. She wants she wants to know if acting is like ch- channeling. Uh, she said, do you ever feel as if you leave your body and the character takes over? Yes, I do, and that's an interesting question. I remember when I was performing, it seems like it was somewhere in the Northwest. There have been so many shows, they kind of blur together unless there's something real specific I remember about a particular place. But I remember uh, in a post-performance discussion that an audience member said after seeing the show, he said, so what you really are with your one-woman show where you portray these seven historical women is you're a channeler of history. Mm. And I said, yes, that's what I am. That's one of the things that I am. I'm a channeler of history through these women. So, yes, uh, there is a channeling process that goes through. And sometimes, I mean, before I perform each show, I do a ritual with my candle and a visualization where I see myself in the center and all seven of the women are walking around me in a circle and I see their faces smiling with approval and um, they're with me. There have been times I've been on stage and I'll go, oh my God, what's my next line? And they'll just pick me up and just give me the line. I'm like, thank you. So they're <laughs> always there. They're always with me. Amazing well, that- journey. That was a beautiful epiphany that that gentleman brought uh, to you. Yes, a channeler of history. I never forgot that. The next question is from Tandy. Tandy is from Baltimore, Maryland, and she and her husband want to know, have you ever uh, done an HBO special because she thinks she saw you in something, but her husband, um, he's saying it, maybe it's someone else. So have you done an HBO special? No, she's right. I have been on HBO, and I was in Iron Jawed Angels. And I portrayed um, Ida B. Wells. And so she's absolutely right. She did see me on HBO. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if they had money on it, but uh, thanks, Tammy. And, and <laughs> she's you're right. right. She's Your husband's right. wrong. Uh, we have a question from Charles uh, Akron, Ohio. Charles wants to know if you'll be doing any theater soon. And he, being in Ohio, wants to know if you would actually be in Ohio. Oh, bless his heart. Uh, I've done my one-woman show in a number of venues in Ohio. I was at Kent State, just all around the state. Um, and I don't know when I'll be back, but we'll claim that I will. And um, so more to come on that. Okay, beautiful. Uh, question from Lysette. I think it's Lysette from Long Beach, California. Lysette wants to know how you feel about women of color in the world of acting, and are there many more roles available now? Is it getting better? And she has a, another question after that about okay. recommending, yeah, recommending a good acting school. So what do you think about the roles Okay, Okay. Um, I think that there are more roles now than we used to have. I went to see um, a one-woman show last weekend on Hattie McDaniel. And so we've certainly come a long way since Hattie McDaniel. And, of course, she was the first to receive an Oscar as a, an African-American actor. So we've come a long way, if we're relatively speaking, from where she was. 
Mm-hmm. And in terms of the overt racism, the kinds of roles that were available, you know, generally the mammy roles. And, you know, even if you were intelligent and articulate, having to down your language so that it fit the stereotypes that were wanted. But we've come a long way from there. We don't have to do that anymore. And yet at the same time, I'm troubled when I see uh, these days roles that some actors take on that are still buffoonish. There is no excuse for that this day and time. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that uh, I take pride in is the sense of integrity in my work. And every role that I've taken, uh, I can stand by it in terms of feeling that uh, I brought to it some degree of integrity. And, uh, and I, will not, uh, I will not compromise that. Beautiful. We see that when we see your work, by the way. Oh, thank uh, yeah, and she wants to know, can you recommend a good acting school? She's in Long Beach, uh, California. Hmm. I don't know of any acting schools per se in Long Beach, but I do offer classes myself sometimes in uh, the San Fernando Valley and even private coaching. So she certainly is welcome to visit me at www.adilahbarnes.com. Beautiful. Uh, you have a, a pretty busy schedule. Uh, what do you do to relax? Well, you know, I really do enjoy walking, as I mentioned before. I love reading. And oftentimes, uh, before I go to bed, I'll pull out my book for my month for the reading circle. That's about the most I can do is read that one book a month, which is one reason why I founded the reading circle, to force me to keep reading. And um, I enjoy writing. I enjoy journaling in particular. I don't have a lot of time to do a whole lot more in the way of writing, except that through emails, in an odd sort of way, I'm able to satisfy my desire to write uh, by the way that I write in my emails. I have a very unique way of communicating Um, in terms of I'll separate the email, so I'll break it down. Somebody will say something in the email, I'll reply to that. Then I'll go down to what their next comment is. Then I'll reply to that. So it almost sounds like a dialogue, the way that I write in my emails. It takes longer, but people really hear my personal voice. Okay, beautiful. Do you have a motto that you live by? Well, I like the one that uh, Cicely Tyson uh, has, and I've really tried to allow that to be my mantra as I move forward in my career. And she Mm -hmm. said once, there are many times that I have been broken. No, there are many times that I have been broke, but I have never been broken. Ooh. There are many times I have been broke, but I have never been broken. And I really try to live by that. That's beautiful. I was going to ask you to repeat it, and you did anyway. So. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got it right. <laughs> now, there's, is there anything you want to share with our audience? Uh, anything upcoming? Any projects or events that you have? Well, I mentioned already the Los Angeles Women's Theater Festival. I hope that people will be able to come and join us in Hollywood March 21st through the 24th. And if I may, I'd like to give our our website address, which is www.lawtf, is in Los Angeles, womenstheaterfestival.org. And there they can learn all about what we're doing this year, the workshops, the panels, all the celebrities who are joining us, It's really something that uh, we're absolutely looking forward to. Repeat that information again for those that may not, didn't didn't get it. Okay, in case they're getting their pen, it's www.lawtf.org, 
Los Angeles Women's Theater Festival. Beautiful. Now, before you go, uh, and, and it's gone so quickly. I know. Uh, I'd, I'd love to have you back on. Um, before you go, I'm in love with the Matrix movies. And mm. I always ask my guests a question. Okay. Okay. Do you take the red pill or the blue pill? Because I really don't know what that refers to in terms of the matrix, I don't know the symbolism for the red, and I don't know the symbolism for the blue. Do I need to know? I can't answer. (laughs) Ah. Well, if I were going to choose a red pill or a blue pill, not knowing what the context is, that's what it feels like, I would say that I, I probably would want half of each. (laughs) <laughs> red, red for the passion, for the blood, for the love, for the heart, and the blue for communication. Blue is the color of communication, being mm-hmm. able to connect with others. Yeah, the throat chakra. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Adila. It's been such a pleasure having you on Why We Are Here. Uh, take care. Thank you. Okay, and we'll be right back with my next guest, the silky smooth voice radio personality, Leslie Stovall. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Wouldn't you love to experience formidable personal transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whyweareherein.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. Now you can discover your true identity through connecting healthy relationships. Make your contribution to the world that you live in. Tune into Love Yourself with host Dorothy Doctor, the self-love coach. Dorothy is a gifted listener as well as an empowerment expert. She can help you take those first steps toward moving forward in your life and the lives of others. Find your true, authentic self. Love Yourself with Dorothy Doctor is broadcast live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook 
at Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author, Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whyweareherehere.info. That's Sharon at whyweareherehere.info. Now, back to the show. And we are back with the second half of the show, Why We Are Here. My my next luminary guest is Leslie Stovall. The warm and welcoming voice Leslie Stovall appeared in the Bay Area Radio with KMEL-FM before moving on to serving up music and stimulating topics for 12 years at KBLX-FM in San Francisco, California. She's also worked in broadcasting at KMEL, KDIA, KSOL, and KRE. She's a graduate of Stanford with a communications degree, and she's a Russian language major. And she's currently an independent curator for television and all audio. She's a marketing whiz and has been a mainstay in broadcasting for 30 years. And we're honored to have this wonderful woman of the media and world of entertainment with us today. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me on your wonderful show. I'm, I'm, I really, it's very nice to be here. Thank you so much. Beautiful. And thank you for speaking some of the, the Russian that you... Um, that you learned. You said da. Da, хорошо. That means good. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, when did you know you wanted to be a broadcaster? Did you prepare early on for this yes. career? It's just, I grew up in a small town outside of Columbus, Ohio, and um, I just had this little AM radio, and at night I would put my radio by the window, and I would hear WBLS in New York and CKLW in Detroit, you know, Windsor, and WLS in Chicago. And I said, there's a big world out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just, it just made me crazy. And then, like, I, I was into sound. Like, the first time I heard a cello, I just had to know what it was, and I started playing cello. It, it, just sound, it was just the sound that just drew me. So the sound, energy. Yeah, sound on every level is what you're saying. Sound on every level, musically, voice-wise, all of that. Yeah. And, you know, for, for some reason, I think that's also why I have a facility with languages. Mm-hmm. Because it's just sound, I guess, whatever part of the brain um, is working there. Beautiful. Uh, did, yeah. Now, did you have a mentor that kind of guided you or helped you in any of this? You know, I think I, I would have benefited from more m- more mentoring. But also, you know, being a young person and having a strong head, you know, I don't know how much I would have heard. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. To be quite honest. But, yeah, I did. You know, I, I would, like, look at people's work I admired. And I would I would reach out to them. There's one announcer in San Francisco who was television for the Channel 44, and just the way he talked, it was so stylish. So I, I called him up and I asked him, you know, what makes a good announcer and everything. So that that was a gentleman. And then I would listen to Ella Fitzgerald and Frank Sinatra for their phrasing. Because see, I, my voice is soft, and I came up in the time where where usually jocks are pretty loud, so I couldn't do that. So I came in I came into radio at the same time as The Quiet Storm. Mm. And, and so it was just a perfect uh, you know, amalgamation. Yes. Now, Adela Barnes was the first guest on, and it was funny because I learned on the air that the two of you crossed paths, which I think that's kismet. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, Adela is a, is, a gift, is a gifted actress, and uh, we were in a play together, and I, also I took some acting classes from Adela. She's marvelous. 
It's unbelievable. Now, you've been in broadcasting, and, and I, I can't believe it, for 30 years. Yeah. How, how different is radio than when you started? Are you nostalgic for the days, or, or what do you think? Yeah, I, I am, but, you know, change is what the world is about. And I think you have to explore other mediums and other means of expression because with all this new technology, it's opportunity, you know. And you have to, I think you have to understand each medium that you work in and approach it that way. And it's been a trial and error for me. I, um, I you know, I develop content and I try to, I just come up with an idea and put it on its feet. Like I had a show, I sold a show to um, Clear Channel the talk show, because there wasn't a local San Francisco national talk show, and so I got a local news lady to do it. And, you know, it just just came up, and it was, it was just great. But you just have to, you know, explore. Something doesn't work, go, go someplace else. But, yeah, I, I, I quit the radio. I resigned, you know, regretfully because it wasn't doing for me what I needed as a creative outlet. Well, how powerful do you think words are? There's, it sounds like you recognize there's a responsibility. Yeah, and- oh, that's, yeah. Well, I, I, I look at what people write on Twitter, you know, and the Internet, and there's, there's no responsibility behind it, you know, and I think it's often very hurtful and gratuitously so. And, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a Pollyanna, but I just feel like if all of us could think of something positive to say, each individual would feel better, and so we could relate better to other people. It's just too much anger, and I don't know, you know, life's hard. Let's have some kindness out there. Beautiful. What what empowers you, Leslie? What motivates you? You know, I, I I just see the beauty of nature and just the beauty of this world. I I live my my life in small moments. You know, just like uh, if I'm just I remember this one time I was I was downtown. I was going to work downtown San Francisco. It's very congested, and they were having a demonstration, and like it was just you know it was kind of to the absurd what was going on so I had my window rolled down I guess I was looking bored and this policeman was walking the other way and he rolled his eyes looked at me and we rolled our eyes together it was just, just you know <laughs> you know we're like saying okay come on put some clothes on people you know <laughs> well that's the thing about you is um, you seem to have a child's heart and uh, I think that's something you know uh, that people have to revert back to so how do you maintain this uh, in the world of unexpected, your child's heart. Well, I stay. I, I maintain very close contact with nature, and I, um, I I like to volunteer at the Humane Society, and I have a couple kitty cats. And you know, I um, uh, I'm sounding like a nature girl, but you know, like I, I have relationships. I go to the the senior convalescent home and, and read stories sometimes to to people. You know, just you know, you got to be. I, I just feel like you got to be just humble and just relate to people on, on a real real level. Beautiful. You've had so many guests uh, that have come through the studios where you've worked on all of the different uh, broadcast stations. Yeah. Uh, do you have any any favorites or, or any memories that you could share with us? Sure. Some of the guests. I um, I. You remember Aaliyah? Yes, of course. And you know she went through a whole lot. You know, with their supposed marriage to uh, what was the gentleman R. Kelly. Yes. And, and I I interviewed her just after that. And she and and I, I was like really I felt really sensitive toward her because like she was so sad and depressed that I could tell the record company said you got to get out here and sell this record you know, and so I just like I just tried to be you know just like have almost a non-interview just be gentle you know and just talk about her music and give her a time to take five minutes for herself you know. Yeah. Um, I had George Clinton in the, in the studio, and uh, it was hilarious. He is so smart <clears throat> and so attuned to sound. 
and we I don't know why, but we just started saying, hey, we're doing the freak freak at the knock knock. <laughs> <laughs> That's you said George Clinton? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I think of those two as, as contrast. The girls from um, what's, uh, Escape came in, and they're such good singers. I mean, they just they were so inspired. They love music. They, they just started singing a cappella, and they're just beautiful, you know? Well, you have such a, a professional and, and uh, just a beautiful voice. Uh, has anyone you've ever interviewed left you tongue-tied or stumped kind of for words, or has, has it always just been straight on, just eloquent for you? Well, I'm sure when I started. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, I remember my first big interview I did with Michael Franks. And all the record company people are from L.A., and this is like my second day on the air, you know. And I kept forgetting to turn on his microphone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I've had a little trajectory, a learning trajectory since then. Well, what's the best part of working in radio or broadcasting, do you think, for you? Well, you know, I really enjoyed um, the one-on-one contact that I could have with the audience and the community. Because, you know, you can just pick up the radio, I mean, pick up the phone and call your local DJ. You know, and it's very immediate, and I just felt, I really felt a part of the fabric of, of San Francisco and the Bay Area. You know, I felt like I had friends in every zip code in every neighborhood. No, you did, a, I mean, how long were you, I think I said you were 12 years at oh, KBLX? It, yeah, it could have been longer. I think it was, I, I worked there about three times. Um, and, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you said you worked there three times? Mm-hmm. So you leave you, and come back. Okay, okay. So was that one of the favorite places, or was it a lot of angst going on? Oh, at KBLX, um, it, it was you know it was a wonderful place to work, and it, it was owned by the Sutton family, uh, Percy mm-hmm. Sutton, and so mm-hmm. it, it was one of the first uh, black-owned radio chains. So, it, so I felt very privileged to be a part of that 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 historical time. Um, it, you know, it was just me because I would get I would get bored, so I'd, I'd go do something else and then come back. Well, is there anything else that you might enjoy doing, or is, is broadcasting, uh, since that came early on for you, is that your true passion? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a passion, but I really enjoy programming and putting shows on the air and producing and, and just, I, I like that, I like, like being a puppet master in the back and like, judging talent and whatnot, because I, I, I coach uh, fifth graders in basketball, you know, and just putting people in situations where they can succeed and, and shine, I, I like that. I don't know why, I just do. Well, we had uh, Shadow Stevens. You know Shadow Stevens? We had oh, a, yeah. One. Yeah, a voice announcer and a few weeks ago, and he discussed technology and broadcasting. Um, how do you feel about the new technology and, and how it's moving, and, and it, does it add, do you think, or, or, or to broadcasting? Has it helped? Well, well I, I think technology always helps. And it's just something in your arsenal, but how is technology being used and how is it being applied? Is that helpful? You know, I mm-hmm. think that's two different things. Um, I think radio as a medium, um, it has to readjust because there are other outlets out there. You have to, you have broadcasting, you have medium casting, like, you know, something like cable or um, XM satellite, and then you have narrow casting like Pandora or Spotify. So. Mm-hmm. Not, not, there's not one situation, I think, in terms of like music delivery or information delivery that um, is satisfying all the needs, because I think there are positives in radio, I think there are positives in streaming, and there are positives in satellite, and I think you need to take the best out of all those elements and come up with a new game. That's, that's beautiful. That's, what, like yeah. a win-win situation. Absolutely, absolutely. 
And, you know, it like technology is changing so quickly, but, yeah, there has to be a one-button solution for that. And um, I'm kind of with a group of people down at Stanford. We're trying to work on that. Okay, beautiful. Well, we have to take a short break for commercial, but we'll be right back to share more from my insightful guest, Leslie Stovall. Please contact me on Twitter at Sharon Isis Rose or go to my webpage, IsisRoseCreations.com, and send an email. If you have any questions for our awesome guest, radio personality, Leslie Stovall, don't go away. Stay tuned for more. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Wouldn't you love to experience formidable, personal, transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whyweareherein.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whyweareherein.info. That's Sharon at whyweareherein.info. Now, back to the show. And we are back with my guest, the voice that melts hearts everywhere, and especially in the Bay Area around San Francisco. Welcome back, Leslie Stovall. Thank you so much. Leslie, thanks for um, for joining us to celebrate women in media and the world of entertainment. You're, you're a, a powerful example of that. You've contributed so much. Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, do you feel that, um, that you're serving your purpose through radio, uh, television, and broadcasting? You know, I, I really do, and I, because it, it was, I don't want to sound egotistical, but it's like I just, in high school and just coming up and everything, it just seemed like I got a lot of attention. People would talk to me all the time, and I didn't know why, and I enjoyed talking to them. So there you have it. <laughs> well, what I love is the guests that I have on and inclusive of yourself is that I can always find when I'm talking to them how early on the gift was already there. So that's what you're basically saying. And it doesn't sound egotistical at all. It's your gift. It's what you do. Thank you. I mean, like when I was three years old, there's this picture of me, my mother. I wouldn't walk, you know. 
I wasn't mm-hmm. motivated. <laughs> and so I was in a rocking chair, so she got me a, a little uh, record player. And three years old, I'm just sitting there playing my records. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's your take on why we are here? Why, why are we here, Leslie? Wow. That, you know what? I was thinking about that, and it, it's so... Um, the question to be so broad or so narrow, the answer. Um, personally, I think, I really do think that it's all about discovery, you know, and, 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 and being a positive influence. And I just think it's like constant learning and just, you know, to come to a higher plane. I think that's what we have to do always, just learn and think and thirst for knowledge and read books, you know, and talk to people you don't know. I love that. Get another perspective. If you watch Fox, watch MSNBC. <laughs> yeah. So your communication, that's what yeah. you're... I really you feel know? that. Because, you know, back like, what, what are they, those guys, the Lascaux, the castles, in, in, I mean, the, uh, the caves in, in France, the cavemen, they were painting pictures, you know? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think that's the future of, of all communication, I really do. Video, I love it. Pictures. Video. Well, yeah. that's, but that's how we think. We don't think in words, we think in pictures. It's so true, because like when I dream, I, I say to myself, oh, I'm going to the movies, and I have good dreams, I like, I go to sleep, I'm so happy. You know, I, I have great, but it's video going across my head. Well, we have a couple of questions I want to get in here from, from the listeners that uh, are, are wanting to ask questions. The first question is from Benita Jean, Benita Jean of Oakland, California. Oh, hey. Oh, she wants to know, <laughs> what are your strengths, what are your strengths, and are you ever nervous before going on the air? Oh, well, first of all, Benita, hey, Oakland. <laughs> You know, but um, yes, I'm always nervous before I get on the air. Today I was so nervous. My, my mother said to sit down and stop pacing. But yes, I get very nervous because it's a performance and you're in front of people and, and you want to put your best foot forward and, and not, you know, not non-entertain them. <laughs> I like that. I like your honesty about that. And it and doesn't that energy, that's kind of what carries you too, you know? Oh, it does. It does. She says, um, she goes on to say that your voice is beautiful and she can't imagine you not being cool and calm and collected. So, <laughs> Oh, well, thank you for that, but, you know, I'm not. <laughs> okay, thanks, Benita Jean. Next question is from Carlson from Ontario, Canada. Oh, wow. And Carlson wants to know if you've ever fallen in love with someone's voice and he really, really loves your voice. Oh, well, thank you, Carlson. And yes, I have. I, I have fallen in love with someone's voice before. We just we never met, but we just talked all the time. It, it, I was in college, and it was a long distance operator. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to always put my calls in. And he wouldn't make me pay for it, which was nice. Because <laughs> he liked my voice too, you know. But I like your voice. I like yours. <laughs> we have a question from Daniel uh, from Reno, Nevada. Daniel wants to know uh, what you do to prepare your voice. Do you do warm-up exercises? He's interested in broadcasting. He is 18, and uh, he wants to know if you can recommend any warm-up exercises. Well, first of all, what a great question, and, and that shows you're a broadcaster already, young man. Um, what, you have to be physically fit. I mean, it, it's your instrument or your lungs, right? Like It's like playing basketball. You, you don't smoke. You can't smoke if you're going to be a basketball player. Um, you know, be healthy, exercise, walk, 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 walk. Um, listen, to, listen to singers and fra- for phrasing because you, you have to develop what's called a delivery. And, like, listen to your voice and who do you sound like and listen how people use their voices and, you know, listen to commercials, people um, doing commercials, local commercials, see how they talk. See if you have an accent, you know. See if you, can get, if you have an accent 
if you can get rid of it, you know, regional sound, if you want to do national or international broadcasting, because I've worked all over the world, and part of it is because I don't, I don't have a specific, really specific accent, because I grew up outside of Columbus, Ohio, and they say standard American English is, is spoken in Dayton, Ohio, which is about 50 miles um, south, southwest of where I grew up. Because I've, I've got national commercials because I don't have an accent. So okay, I always have, okay. prepare like that. Okay, we have one more question I want to get in from Kendra from Sacramento, California. And Kendra wants to know, what was the most challenging part of your job as a DJ and uh, broadcaster? Oh, thank you, Kendra, for the call and the question. The most challenging thing was to keep fresh because, you know, when on the radio, like they have tight playlists, you play the same songs. So my challenge for any good performer, you know, anybody doing Broadway eight shows a week, is to make it fresh and new each time, and find and discover something new that you didn't know, bring something to it. So that was well, the challenge. Go ahead, go ahead, Leslie. Oh no, I'm just saying that that was the main challenge, but also the challenge slash opportunity. Okay. Leslie, how responsible are we as broadcasters? Um, is there a responsibility, you think? Um, personally, I, I, I think there is because for, for fundamentally the, broad, the airwaves are public. And I, I felt personally charged to give information and entertain, but also in a non, um, a very respectful manner, you know? Um, yes. You're visiting someone's home and, and, and you're, you're being showcased and, and I just think you should be very uh, mindful of the message that, and as inclusive as, as possible, you know, and not offend anybody. If you had some time off, because you're super, super busy, uh, let's say if you had just a month, uh, what would you do for pleasure? What would you do for that month? You know, it, it sounds funny, but I would probably go um, stay in New York for about a month, New York City. <laughs> okay, you love New York. Yeah, I, I have a lot of friends, and it's very relaxing for me there. I know it sounds weird, but it really is. Well, I have um, one more question that I always ask all my guests, Leslie. Okay. And it, my movie is the my one of my favorite movies is The Matrix, and the question is, would you take the red pill or the blue pill? Okay, I, you know I'm not familiar with The Matrix, but um, just okay, just in terms of color, red usually indicates danger or stop, or it can indicate passion, but it, but that's dangerous as well. Blue is cool, and um, I think radio is a cool medium. I think I'll pick the blue pill. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Leslie, thank you for joining us on Why We Are Here. It's it's been wonderful having you on. Okay. Can can I tell you one last thing that that I want people to listen to? Of course. Of course. Okay. I've designed this show called Cocktails and Jazz, and uh, you can can hear it on the IMG uh, radio network. Okay, you can repeat that. Say it oh, again. Okay. Cocktails and Jazz, IMG Radio Network. Okay, thank you so much, Leslie, for coming on. Leslie Stovall. Oh, thank you, Sharon. Okay, take care. Bye. And now for my final thought. My guests today are true goddesses of the media and entertainment industry. Actor, author, and teacher Adela Barnes. And voice artist, broadcast expert Leslie Stovall. They are two magnificent creatures here to represent the power of constructive messaging and its positive impact on the public. They're spectacular examples, and I might add vivacious women of color, that answer the question why we are here. I'm blessed to have had the opportunity to share a moment with them so they could share with all of you. 
and they've dedicated their energy to entertaining and to the awakening of souls with encouraging information relayed through the media. Their careers, though different, are similar in that they both give from the heart. Adila Barnes and Leslie Stovall teach us, no matter what the circumstances, who you are, or what may appear along your path, that life is a gift and it's yours to live to the fullest. We are all gifts and gifted if only we seek to be what we're meant to be. I'm grateful to both of these lovely women for coming on Why We Are Here and sharing with us their insight and the realization of their dreams. We all have to take a moment, pause in wonder, and pontificate on why we are here. No life is meaningless. No breath is wasted. We're all a beautiful, natural part of creation making life happen. Until next time, please keep me in your heart, and I promise to always keep you in mine. Remember, the kingdom, queendom lies within. Always stay rooted in Mother Earth, lifted by Father Sky, and continue to walk side by side with the ancestors. Have an enchanting evening. I'm your host, empowerment coach, healer, visionary author, Sharon Rose Washington. We hope you've enjoyed listening to visionary author Sharon Rose Washington and her insightful luminary guest. Please join us for another powerfully transformative show next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on Why We Are Here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For questions, information, and appointments, Sharon can be reached at Sharon at whywearehere.info. Or for direct empowerment coaching and healing, call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.